Thanks for tuning in to the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. We are on episode 58. I am I am Josh Roop. With me, my co-captain as always. Scott Larson. And Scott, we have some wonderful guests on this evening. Wonderful. It's wonderful. You know it. But before we do, let's, let's hurry and talk about our friends of the podcast really quick. All right. So for the next five minutes, strap yourself in. Let's talk about the friends. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, uh, flipping out pinball. If you want to pick up that new pinball machine, you know, you're a little bored at being uh, home on your uh, COVID year. Now it's time to celebrate with a, a new uh, Avengers Infinity Quest or a uh, Jurassic Park or even a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Contact Zach and Nicole at Flipping Out Pinball. Uh, they will be able to hook you up. Also, if you're really curious about the uh, top five things in pinball. Uh, the best thing to do is go over to This Week in Pinball. Jeff Patterson's site has a nice summary. Uh, they just barely celebrated their Twippy uh, Award show. And so go ahead and check out those winners. Uh, also, uh, Pinball Supernova is another resource for you. Go check it out. There's uh, some links to different things and tutorials. And also some, I think I just got a fax or something. Um, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Okay, uh, now that the faxes are in, uh, we just uh, just check out Pinball Supernova. They have a lot of uh, resources there and good way to hook you up. Also, Flyland Designs, if you want to check out alternative translites and art packages for those classic William uh, Williams Valley games, uh, I actually just picked up some art blades for my uh, Medieval Madness. And so it's a good way of uh, giving a fresh look at your old pinball machine. Also, if you want to display those trans lights uh, on the wall and you, you want a fun way of doing it, go ahead and check out Brad Hunter at Lit Frames. It's a good way of throwing in those uh, trans lights that are just collecting dust and you're tired of hauling them to shows to get signatures. Uh, if you want to see your pinball on location a little easier, uh, check out Pin Shades. Uh, they have uh, polarized lenses that help you see all the way to the back of the uh, playfield, uh, kids. So that actually helps us take some uh, some good on-site pinball playing. Uh, next, uh, Raid A Pinball. If you want to learn how to play that pinball machine, you can go ahead and check out uh, Raymond. Uh, he's kind of good. Uh, currently world number one. Uh, also, uh, the Pinball Loft. Uh, check it out. Uh, it's my uh, friend's blog about uh, his machines. And if you want to know a way to really uh, upscale your uh, uh, Guns N' Roses Collector's Edition, he actually found a way to add even more sound uh, to his uh, Guns N' Roses Pinball Collector's Edition. Uh, I think his goes to 11. Uh, and, oh, also we have a streamer on. Hey, Josh, uh, who's the new streamer on board? Uh, is it us? Oh, it's us. Well, okay, oh, yeah. it's really you, but uh, go ahead. I've only done three episodes, and honestly, uh, you know, just just subscribe to us. We may or may not do more. I don't know. I'm, I'm having fun with it, but he's, it's... He's going to do it. He's totally going to do it. He's got yeah. the fun, so. so All right, Josh, who do we have with us today? Well, I'm super excited to have these guests on today. You may say they're awesome. They are very awesome. We... I know a lot of people are very upset. I know that when we did Pinball Players Podcast, Joe Lemire was was crying on the other end as we talked about this wonderful... It's not You don't call him a podcast, right? It was a show. It was a legit produced show. It was a production. And we want to welcome them on now. We've got Franchi, Christian, and their, his wonderful wife, Mrs. Penn, Sarah. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hey. Wait, hey. okay. Yeah, I'm totally lost. You said... For, I thought you were doing like a, a last name, comma, first name. So Franchi comma Christian is, is so 
Mrs. Penn, are, are you married to Franchi? Is, the, is this how this works? That's not how this works. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I need to, do I need to do full titles? Oh, I no, want, I, no, need to, no. I need to demand full disclosure here. How much money do you guys actually make per episode off of these sponsors? <laughs> that was a lot uh, of sponsors. That was a lot of sponsors. You know, the good news is, is <laughs> I've been able to get new pinball machines. And so that's what I'm funding my uh, my addiction with. So... All right. All right. If you get something, that's cool. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And and might I say that that it's a great pleasure to be here. I always wanted to know what it's like to be on an award winning podcast. Ooh. Oh. 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 Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. Though. Okay. No, in, all, so, in all seriousness, though, you guys you guys deserve that uh, that award. Well, what's funny is, I I never I like up against you guys like the criteria that they gave, it was funny because like, I didn't believe we were going to win because you guys had done such an awesome job. You'd done your Christmas show. I mean, there was so much in depth to your guys' show. It was a fully produced show. I, I there's no other way to put it. Like, I don't, I don't even call it like calling it a podcast. Cause I feel like podcast doesn't give the name justice. So when they said that we had won, I was so confused because I thought it was you guys. Well, you guys are awesome ambassadors for the hobby. I think you've, uh, you've done amazing shows you're just you're great people in general, and you've had some really phenomenal guests on, um, and handsome though, and yes. and you're handsome. So you we were very happy. <laughs> and it to goes see a long way. And, okay, and but- if there was an award for the most epic fashion line, you would definitely win that too. Okay, that's that is absolutely true. Uh, and uh, we have <laughs> we have we have limited edition car wraps that are coming out. Um, and so if you want a loser kid car, uh, you'll be able I want to get action that. figures. Yeah, ooh, Wait, I just awesome. I just have to tell you guys. Can I interrupt for one second? So absolutely. yes, go for it. It was very, okay, by very the way, nice. This is Mrs. Pin from Mrs. Pin's Pin. I mean, podcast. I'm the only woman on the podcast, so <laughs> okay, I think yes. I think they've got it. I think they've got <laughs> okay. it. Okay, but so All anyway, right. so you sent us these um these loser kid T-shirts, the red ones and red and black with the white white logo on them, and I have since stolen my husband's. Yeah, it's all true. And legitimately get very, very angry and upset whenever it is dirty. She lives in this shirt. Like this I is her go-to shirt. It. Oh my God. My all-time fave. Not <laughs> okay. It, whenever is it like the baseball one down with day? like the three-quarter? The three yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. But also you guys did some reciprocity and you sent me back a boatload of loser kids swag with uh, some super awesome pinball and some Mrs. Pin stuff. So and I think that we've done a pretty good job about uh, about exchanging the swag. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's important. Uh, the most the most awesome part of that was this shirt uh, picture that we got from you with you rocking the the tank top oh. <laughs> uh, that we sent to your wife, and you've got a much larger build than she does. So you were bulging out of this thing, and uh, you sent us a picture of it, and it was phenomenal. Okay, here's the here's the best part about it is that. I put it on and took the picture and in my mind, I was thinking of like, uh, like an awkward wrestler pose. You remember in, in like the eighties and nineties, how you would go and work out and you had to have a shirt on. So I have no idea where these muscle guys got the idea for this, for the shirt, but it was like this string bikini type thing with this loose thing. So I thought it'd be fun to take a picture and send it. And I showed it from my office. She's like, what is wrong with you? What, what did you do? Because it seriously looks like it doesn't even look like like a sexy picture. It just looks like a really awesome fail from my uh, for, from my uh, I don't know my online profile for dating. It's like yeah, yes. I'm working out, and people are yeah. like oh, that needs to be your Tinder picture. Left. It should swipe be. left. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, no it, it was, was a great picture though. It we was, love it. It was. It really was. That could be like awkward family photos. You know that line of cards that they have at like Target. You could totally, yeah. totally sell it to them. Like live uh, in the stud life. That's what it would say. Yes. Yes. Somebody's got to do it in that <laughs> <Yeah>. tank top. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to agree though, like the super awesome pinball like t-shirt line is amazing. These these themes that Franchi's coming up with for like the monthly Silverball swag stuff is awesome as well. Uh, if you- I'm apparently trying too hard. I just need to draw a circle with a line through it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe Josh can give you some lessons on art. Yeah. Yeah, I I'd, I'd appreciate that cuz our yeah, our 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 sportswear line needs a shot in the arm. <laughs> well yeah the, the t-shirt line is fun because it gives me a chance to do some pinball related stuff that's not necessarily pimping the the brand um but we should we should really sort of get into that so that some of this stuff might make more sense because i'm kind of dancing around a little bit of, of subject here um you know if you All guys right, want to talk about Talk about the floor. <laughs> the floor ask, is yours. No, I want, you want I want you to ask me a question, damn it. Okay, tell me about your swag. <laughs> Not the swag. How can I get your how can the I get show. your face on my shirt? <laughs> Invite me over and give me a bottle of rum. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Um no the 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 you know Christian and I sort of need to clear the air on what is going on with the show because it's not actually necessarily dead. Okay. Um, and Christian and I have, have kind of been going back and forth on this as to how to do it. I, I wanted to do it weeks ago and he's like, no, 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 let's just wait. And I'm like, yeah, but people think we're just done and gone. And then like when we come back, you know, you know, a month and a half later, they're going to be like, Oh, you guys are dicks, you know? So, uh, so yeah, we kind of need to clear the air on what's going on. What we decided to do was quit doing the weekly show or, or the bi-weekly show because it was just too much. Um, I'm like a perfectionist and I, I can't, you know, what, what, what you see is, is, is what I do. You know, what, the, the show that you've heard is what I do. I can't do less because I just nitpick crap until I get it to where I want. So I already know I can't do a scaled down show. And I just don't have time to to keep doing all of this work. Um, and, and even, you know, Christian will agree that it, it was taken away from his family time too much as well. Sure. So what we decided to do was when, do you remember the Guns N' Roses show that we did? Yes. How, and, could, and, how could you forget that one? <laughs> that Well, you know, JJP actually came to us and asked if we would do that. Well, what we decided to do is that we're going to stop doing the shows where we talk about the news and everything else, because you, you can get that anywhere. Definitely. And we're, we're just going to do a show every time a new game comes out and, and it's right. going to be like that. So the whole show is going to be focused around the release of that game. We're going to have the people on the designers, you know, the artists, whatnot, and just do a show about that when the game comes out. In some cases, it'll be at the same time in stern cases. It will be a little bit afterwards, but that's basically what we're going to do. And we're also talking about doing some other one-off different things. Um, one of the things that I'm going to do is a, uh, a fireside chat show, which would be about 60 minutes long. And it's going to be, um, you know, with people uh, uh, from the pinball industry, but it's not going to be so much an interview as it's going to be a conversation kind of like the stern insider but not behind a paywall right right yes 
Exactly. Because, because you know, yeah, we don't believe in the paywall. We've, we've never gotten a nickel for doing any of this stuff. I want to know when your Deep Red episode's coming out. I want to know about Raza. When's the Raza episode coming out? Yeah, I, I, I'm on the same boat as as you are, Scott, about Deep Root. But I was always kind of uh, held back by Ed when Ed was on our show because Deep Root sponsored our show. So I would I would literally go off on 20 minute tirades, and at the end of the show, Ed would be mega pissed and tell me that I have to cut that out. And I did. Understandably, understandably. Right. right. I mean, another thing we wanted to do with our show is not be the Canada, like not go out there and just be sensationalistic and try and, you know, talk about drama for drama's sake. We wanted to try and be, um, you know, open to everybody and, and not necessarily, you know, be a yes man, but be a positive uh, force on the on the podcast community and and uh, and, and just not try to stay away from negative stuff because I try to keep my drama level to an absolute minimum. So I'm happy that this new direction of the show is, is just, you know, what's exciting, what's new, what's fresh. If there is a, you know, if there's a new game reveal or there's something really cool to talk about, we'll come back and and do a special show, but it's not like an every two week kind of thing. Um, because you know, there were plenty of moments where Chris and I would, would be on the phone together and we would say, all right, what are we going to do? You know, what's, what's our next show? Who, who's on our guest list and who's on our wish list? And it was just, it was tough to too sit much there. Pressure. It was too much pressure. We didn't, we didn't want that yeah. timeline. We wanted to just do, do it when it was fun. And I think that's kind of what we're moving towards now. So it may not be every month. It may not be every two months, but when we do it, um, it'll be for a good reason. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. 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 It'll be super awesome. Super awesome. Yes, it will. Super and, awesome. And Chris, Chris is just a creative dude, right? He he excels at just being creative. So um, I'm excited to see what he does because he's got a bunch of ideas that he wants to put out there on the airwaves. He just did like a radio show and he's got this fireside chat, like one hour kind of interview thing that he's doing. So there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming from uh, from the podcast moving forward, just not on a regular timeline. Honestly, reading all your guys' posts and whatnot, I mean, I guess you could take it. I, I, I think the gravestone... Was the thing that people thought you guys were dead because, you know, that relates to death. But I think a lot of it, the way I viewed it is you guys were getting super busy. I know that you've talked about, Franchi, you've talked about the different projects you've now been associated with between American yeah. Pinball and with CGC. Um, yeah. and, and not talking to them specifically, but just generalizing, saying, hey, I'm doing more and more projects now. And, and my main work supersedes this because it's a free show that you right. put a a lot of time into and and we all at least scott knows how ana, anesthesiologist stuff goes and and my cousin's a teacher so i know how busy that can be sarah especially during oh, all this pandemic stuff too it's been a rough year not gonna lie yep yeah it was it was tough to squeeze in and you know there was I, I'm, I'm not gonna candy coat things either there was a lot of negative things that uh i i could not i don't know why but for, for some reason i cannot achieve the thickness of thick skin that I need to do this. And when we take, you know, when I know the amount of effort that, that Christian and I put into the show um, and taking, getting pot shots taken at us for doing it, you know, a a lot of times I just, you know, 
I, I couldn't just sit back and go, ah, whatever, you know, some, oops, sorry, I swore. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> you know, some people are just jerks and that's just the way it goes. You have to learn to live with it. You know, when it gets to be, you know, this is right around the time when we decided to, to cash in is around the time of, of Twippy voting. And we put together sort of a very modest little campaign, you know, because when you're up for an award, you want to let people know. You know, what, there's no crime. There's no shame in saying, hey, there's an award for best podcast. And here's what we've done. If we've earned your vote, you know, vote for your favorite. You know, hopefully it's us. Yeah. That's the way we kind of approached our campaign. And we were taking shots left and right from people for like that. We were begging for votes. And, and then there's a lot of lies of, of things that we did that we didn't do. We literally just put one post out yeah, and then just got bombarded. Listen, for me, for me, it was never a, uh, I was never sensitive about that stuff, but I did appreciate that for the amount of time, you guys know how much time it takes to put into a podcast and make it good. Like you want to, you want to put out a product, a product that is uh, representative of how much time you put into the show. And we put a ton of time into it. Um, and so it was tough. I think it was especially tough for Franchi because he put so much work into it and he, he didn't like to hear negative comments about uh, anything that we did because, listen, we're doing it for free. We are, um, you know, we're, we're trying to produce something that's for everyone and is entertaining and we're trying to get good guests and positive. put out a good show positive. and stay positive. Yeah, but, but it was, I think it was, it was tough and I, I totally appreciate that it was hard uh, to hear that criticism. It, for me, in one ear, out the other. But it, but that's part of kind of how I roll. I, I don't want to get brought down by any of that drama. I just try to keep it out of my life. Well, and from our perspective, too, it's really hard because there is a weirdly amount of taboo around Twippy voting. Um, I know during our time, so when the, the pre-voting had started, I had lost a really close friend. She, uh, she was young. She left behind a two-year-old daughter. She was going through a divorce. So things just got so, so messy so quick. And and Scott and I had just been like, you know, life's more important right now. And, and we just kind of stepped away for a second. We still did the 50th episode, whatnot, that month. But I was just, I was so preoccupied with other things. So I wasn't super shocked when people had, had messaged us or when, when we got the message that we hadn't made the top 10. And that's a great point, man, because honestly, when it comes down to it, it's a pinball podcast, which is so silly in and of itself. And for you and us, it is a very real thing because it's part of our lives and it's an important part of our lives, but it's such a blip on the radar screen of what's important in life. And so we have to keep that in mind. And that's why I try never to, to get emotional about it because it's just not worth it. Um, and, and why we're kind of doing what we're doing now, which is try to do it when it's fun and when it's worthwhile and just turn out all of the other noise that's out there and try and not let it get to us. Shut it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> you know, the one thing that really burned my ass is when we put up that, that, uh, that gravestone picture which was really kind of, it was kind of premature. Like, I don't think I even talked to Christian about it yet. <laughs> That's kind of how you roll, Chris. That's oh, kind of how you yeah. roll. Well, cause I knew he would be for it. I, I knew he was having trouble. He was having trouble telling me. I could sense that he wanted to say, dude, like, I just don't have time for this. We need to, we need to, you know, something needs to give here. Um, but when we put the tombstone picture up and then you guys shared that picture 
and then you put like a mopey face on it or something and some commented on it and he just wrote meh like that kind of just scorches my ass because it's like all the work that we put into it and then you're saying you know oh you know our friend's podcast is is you know gone and we're so sad and this guy's just like meh like what man if i could kick somebody in the nuts oh god i hate people it's not it's not worth your time like that's my whole thing like if somebody if somebody doesn't like me and they don't want to listen to me and then they don't have to and if i go on a six-month hiatus because i'm totally (laughs) drowning in you know third grade then you know it is is. like again this is nobody's career so you just gotta let it go right i was brought up with if you can't say anything nice don't say anything at all i don't know why people can't subscribe to that they just take the chance that the and that guy probably listened to our show too just like i'm just gonna be a dick man there (laughs) he's probably gonna get pissed when he sees that now (laughs) sarah all i can say is you keep trying you'll you'll graduate third grade in no time I know. I'm so excited. I just feel like I'm so close. It's like 37 days away and I just really can't wait. Uh, yeah. It's totally been, feel, this has right? been the hardest year for a lot of people, but yeah, yeah. I know in my wife's career, it's been definitely the hardest year. Um, oh, like by times yeah, a thousand. Times a million. I mean, Scott, you and I know how much time goes into being a physician. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, there's no question in my mind that Sarah works harder than I do. And she puts in way more hours than I do. Um, so it's, you know, it's been just not at like 3am usually, right? like some occasionally at 3am, not usually at 3am. Right. No epidurals, right. but no. yeah, lots of grading papers. Yeah. He shoved a bottle where, and we yeah. have to knock him uh, out. Yeah. You have to <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you, actually the worst thing is I hate being on call on Easter weekend. Because uh, I did not know to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior that you went out to the sand dunes and got completely drunk and then mm-hmm. used high power mo- motorized uh, vehicles at high velocity. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I, you know, the crazy thing is people get hurt doing that. And it's, but I swear, That's Easter I is celebrate. the time they celebrate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I've, we've sworn our kids off of four wheelers and motorcycles. motorcycles. Donor cycles, as you and I yeah. know them. Snowmobiles. Oh, yes. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? It's, uh, but also snowblowers. Like no. I, yeah, no. it's off the snowblower. No, oh yeah. Don't ride the snowblower, especially while you're drunk. No, uh, no, but seriously, there is a nurse at work where I looked at her and I'm like, Hey, what happened to your finger? She's like, okay. I'm like, wait, don't tell me it was a snowblower. She's no, like, okay. No. Well, yep. Yep. Snowblower and, and, got jammed. In central Pennsylvania, we have a uh, Stoltzfus trauma scale because we have a lot of Amish out here. And there's a ton of Amish uh, trauma that comes into the uh, the hospital. Lots of lots of hay holes. You probably don't know what that is, but uh, no watch out for the hay hole. <laughs> is that like where the... the... The, the pitchfork goes through their leg or something? Uh, no. It's, it, it's literally it's, the second floor of the barn where yeah, you fall through the it's, hole. It's where you drop oh. the hay from the second floor of the barn, but in a lot a lot more than hay drops through that hole and, and people get yeah. hurt. Yep. Oh, see, I, I was going somewhere else. So, um. <laughs> no. Well, my, my in-laws own a farm and they produce hay, but I'm like, I've never heard of the hay hole. This must be <laughs> it's for them. They're clearly it's safe. It's yeah. a central Pennsylvania kind of thing, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. But Sarah, let's talk about Mrs. Pin's Pinball Podcast. So tell me what's going on with this. Um, so the last episode that I had was in, I think, December. 
right before uh, Christian's birthday. And I have probably <laughs> recorded like five hours of stuff. We were just talking about this before you guys came on. I recorded the first pin clash. I recorded at the Stern. Um, what game were they playing? Uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. So the Stern competition where Anna Neal won, I recorded oh, that. Oh, Avengers, but yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avengers. Um, I recorded like all throughout the Twippies. I recorded then, and I just have not had time to like glue it all together and put it out. It's terrible. But there is a epic uh, Iliad and Odyssey coming from Mrs. Pin's Pinball Podcast when she finally gets to editing. Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, it's going to be so outdated and totally... But that's what makes it fun, right? But, but you yeah. know what? It's going to be like a blast from the past. A year <laughs> a year in the memory. Is, is it your thing, hot take so. on how Jurassic Park is just released? Yeah, it probably is, Pretty actually. Much, yeah. Probably it. Well, one of them was uh, we recorded when Guns N' Roses came. Yes, we did. Oh. And when we got the game. And yep, yep. Those are all the things that are just sitting <laughs> in the bank. But that's mm. the beauty of podcasting, right? I mean, you just you put it out when you can and there's no there should be no rush. I mean, yeah. you guys keep to a pretty good schedule, but I don't know how you do that. You guys, it, pinball it's, players. It's Josh. Jo- Josh is the one who calls is like, hey, uh, you want to record this week? I'm like, oh, yeah, we should probably do that. Yeah. I really enjoy this. This is this is part of my escape. You know, I have a lot I have a lot of life things going on. And so this is actually one of my my things. You know, that's why I, this is my my time to to goof off i guess and so i think that's weird because it's but it, it's talking pinball i don't mind the editing I, i've done it for years yeah it's not a big deal it's good to have an outlet right i mean we all have lives outside of pinball obviously but you know pinball kind of brings brings us together and it's something that is an escape and it's fun to talk about and if you want to put that out, out there for other people to listen to then uh you know, podcasting is a way to go, but it's, it's fun. I mean, for us, I would never want to be totally out of it because it's, it's definitely something that is exciting for us to do. And whenever Sarah, who is completely spontaneous about podcasting, takes out her phone and, and she looks at me and she's like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do an episode. I get excited about that, even though I'm not, that's not me. Like I'm not a spontaneous guy. I need notes and stuff, but she, I'm not not smart enough to do that. I'm not smart (laughs) enough to do it. I I actually need some sort of uh, bullet points to talk about. Yes. Okay. I want to. Yeah. I want to point out two things. Sorry. Whenever I think of Mrs. Pin, there's two moments that stick in my mind with Mrs. Pin because okay. I, I, I'm I, terrified. I've I've followed you pretty much since uh, the beginning, and the first one is your origin story. I love that it has to do with like you were watching Jack Danger at like Texas Pinball Festival, and when you tuned into his stream, he was just like eating a taco on the on the road or something pulled like pork that. Sandwich. It was pulled pork. Oh, but, okay, one hundred percent pulled pork. And you're like, this. How many people are tuned in watching this crap? <laughs> I can do this. Oh, I was so angry. I really was. And like, I have since. I think Jack does an incredible job, and I really do. All of his streams are incredible. Like the the distance he's come since that that moment. I think he was there when you watched. It's just you didn't appreciate the awesomeness because he was literally just eating a sandwich. No, well, yes, that too. But it was also because Christian had like hyped it up, being like, "Oh, I've got this awesome thing. We're gonna watch it on TV." And I was like, "Oh, what?" is it is a new show to binge and then it was jack eating pulled pork and i was just not enthused i i kind of want some pulled pork right now i know it, sounds no, good. Right? it does sound yeah. good does sound good yeah. i gotta smoke i gotta smoke some pulled pork next weekend for a, a, a baby shower but that's a different point nice <laughs> All right. uh, the second moment that sticks out in my mind is that time i can't remember if christian was with you or not but you both went on head to head and you were just so giddy to be on that show and then 
like it was surreal because like not even a year later after I started Loser Kid, we were, we went on there. And I'm like, this must have been like the way that Mrs. Penn felt because like it was just so wholesome. Have you on the on head to head? It was it was yeah. pretty cool. I think that 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 wholesome and me have never been in the same <laughs> sentence, by the way. But I really appreciate that. Yeah. I'm going to remember that. Yeah, no, going on. I feel like head to head was uh, well. First of all, it was four o'clock in the morning when we recorded nice. that. And, um, so I think if I was, if I was acting giddy, it was probably just exhaustion, like masked by, by caffeine, probably I'm guessing, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, I think it was just, I think at the time Christian was the one who was like, this is such a big deal. Oh my God. I was geeking out so hard. Oh, it's such a big deal. And yeah. I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just like here talking. I, I don't even know who's listening out there. And he was like, oh, it's such a big deal. And <laughs> head to head. I mean, head to yeah. head was the pinball podcast yeah, yeah. at the time. At the time, Absolutely. for sure. Yes. And, and Marty and Ryan are like the best and we still talk to them all the time, but you know, it was like that. It was a, it was a moment for sure. That was what was kind of fun for me was seeing how she got into it enough to appreciate it. Like when she was on head to head, she didn't really understand what was like the gravity of that from no. a pinball nerd standpoint. You know, they they were the the hot podcast at the time, and I I still think they're the greatest of all time. But um, they were they were phenomenal, and I was it was so fun to hear her on there and have them quiz her on pinball knowledge. Oh, of which she had very little. <laughs> totally, totally crushed it. Yeah, totally crushed it. Epic fail. Chris, I don't know if you if you remember this, but you were on that same episode, and I sent them a graphic. Um, you were clearly the highlight of that episode in terms of like the big celebrity. But I, they at the time they would do photoshops for all of their episodes where they would put heads and faces on on you know different pictures. So yeah. I sent a picture of Sarah's head, like a huge picture of Sarah's head. And then in a tiny little, tiny little circle in the bottom right corner, it said, and also Christopher Franchi. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have got to put this on there. <laughs> they didn't was, do that. Was that the infamous Jalupa episode? Yes, it was. Was it? So we were like separate interviews? Yeah, it was the same episode. Yep. Yeah, it's spliced yep. together. Okay. So there was like together. five, ten minutes, and you were, I think, yeah. an hour and a half yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't hold a grudge. Don't worry. Yeah, we so we good. we used that Chalupa line at the end of our super awesome show. Yes, sir. Um, thanks to uh, the uh, the head to head boys for allowing us to do that. But yeah, copyright. <laughs> I still was get that- comments. People still make Chalupa comments to me about that all the time. I, I will say I'm jumping in on my on Taco Bell here. I went and I ordered Taco Bell and I got home and they forgot our two chalupas. Totally oh, not kidding. Come on. Man. So of course, That's me being the cheap guy I am, I know it's just it's such a fail, right? I drove back to the restaurant mm-hmm. and, and my son my son who is in his pajamas and without any shoes on, I said, Oh, it's fine. He's like, Can I come down? I'm like, Yeah, sure. I will run in. They'll hand me two chulupas. They'll say, hey, I'm sorry, dude. And then I will get, because everybody says dude at Taco Bell. Um, right. Yeah, I figure it's in the lingo. Uh, it's kind of like my pleasure at uh, Chick-fil-A. Um, but uh, so he's sitting there and I walk in and like absolutely nobody is engaging to anybody. In I'm standing there for, I'm not kidding, for like 10 minutes. And I say, hey, um, can I, uh, I you guys didn't give me these, uh, these two chalupas. And, uh, uh, the dude back there says, Oh, okay. And goes and talks to the other dude. And I'm waiting for another 10 minutes. So uh. 20 minutes since I walked in to pick up my chalupas and finally 
I just screamed out, is anybody here in charge? And someone came <laughs> and was like, oh yeah, uh, I, I'm in charge. And I said, well, okay. So I came in, I picked up my food. Now it's a half hour ago and I don't have my two chalupas. And I, You're and she's ass, like, Scott. I mean, yeah, are no, these no, chalupas laced with something that I don't know about? Yeah, what? Yeah, serious, chalupas, okay, chalupas are awesome. And finally she just said, well, there's a long line. I'm like, I should be first. I was here 30 <laughs> minutes ago. Do you, I you know who I am? Do you know yeah, what you know kind of I podcast I have? Yeah, exactly. I've got have a you hat. seen my crystal? I've got, yeah. You should have went out on the front lawn and said, hey, your stupid invisible chalupas suck. Dude. Yeah, yeah, your non-chalupas are terrible. No, seriously. Serious. So that, that Taco Bell has been banned from our uh, eatery. Uh, uh, at least yours is open. Like, I'm experiencing this now. I don't, people are having a hard time getting people to work at these restaurants. I'd go to, like, Taco Bell at, like, 6 in the evening, and they're like, sorry, we're closed for the night. You get that dumb little recording, like, thanks for stopping by, but you can't have anything. You know, I was like, what is the deal? I'm not kidding. The last four times I've been to Taco Bell, they were not open. And it was anywhere from nine in the evening until like five or six in the afternoon. See, which is so weird to me because where I live, none of the restaurants shut down. A lot of them shut down their lobbies, but all the drive throughs stayed open. Like even McDonald's is back to 24-hour service in my area. And it's just. I don't even think we have a Taco Bell here. Yeah, we do. Where? Uh, down by Sheets in Hershey. Oh man, no! Oh, Up the hill. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's like it, doesn't even count. That's so out, like backwoods. Yeah, ghetto. It's, it's off in the corner. Ghetto like, fabulous. Anyway. Backwoods yeah. ghetto tacos. Yes. But you know what's yeah, funny? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Tim Lee a shout out really quick because he lives in Pennsylvania as well. If I remember, correctly. love Tim Lee. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he, uh, I sent him a picture of Vernal, and he's like, "Wait a minute, you guys have a Taco Bell?" I'm like, Whoa. "Yeah, dude." And he's like, I'm coming to Utah. I'm like, if that's seriously what <laughs> that gets you to Utah, then yeah, we got Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Burger King. Like, <laughs> hey, Tim hey, Lee, I, you could drive probably 40 minutes to my house and we can go hit up Taco Bell. You and me, yeah. buddy. <laughs> I, I didn't I actually, even know. Tim Lee, this is a, a bit of a, I, it's a questionable <laughs> bell. Okay. I it is a little know, shady. I didn't even know. But there. there is a Taco Bell in Pennsylvania. It's, it's I can verify. Sketchy, it's it's huh. the sketchy bell, isn't it? That's yes. That's what it's called. The yes. sketchy bell. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it is. It's called it Taco is. Type Bell. Yeah, Taco Ish. Yes. Taco Ish. <laughs> STB. Yeah. Well, t- Tim Lee just picked up. Actually, uh, I've been texting back with him because he just picked up a Pirates of the Caribbean that was a Papa, like from Papa slash replay. Uh. And he's like, "Hey, does your upper playfield do X?" And I'm like. Oh, it, it's it's fine. So it, basically, they had just made this thing super hard, and so now he's just getting it back to where the mortals can play it. And <laughs> yeah, and so he's like, "No, dude, mine's fine, and I still drain every every three flips. So don't worry about it." So this is Stern Pirates. Yeah, yes, the Stern yes. Pirates. Yeah, yeah, dude, because that's uh, generally roller, not right? a difficult, super difficult game, right? I mean, no, in terms no, of but- staying alive. They had totally jacked up the upper play field, and so it wasn't even uh-huh. doing anything it was supposed to. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's get back on topic. I can't remember where you're at. but We're, we're <laughs> at Chalupas. So tell me yeah, about Chalupas. Pinside pin uh, outrage or outage. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Well, there's outrage Both. on there, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess before we move on, though, I, I, I want to ask. So it sounds like Super Awesome still going to be around, and, and Mrs. Yeah. Pin's still going to be doing shows. Um is there is there anything else that you guys want to tell us 
maybe about those before we we move on to the other notes that we have on here? Well, I think you guys, I think the entire pinball community needs to get around the concept that I've been trying to pitch to these two fine folks to get Mrs. Pin on the super awesome show full time. That way she doesn't have to do her show. No, I can't handle, I can't handle the drama (laughs) that you two get into. I can't handle it. We try to avoid it, but that never happens. No, no, that's like oil and water. I mean, I, I love you two are like two of my favorite, favorite guys, but like, hells no. (laughs) Did did you guys, did anybody in the room here listen to, um, Carrie Hardy's latest YouTube video? I, uh, I I can't no. remember. I don't know. I I listened the, to one recently. Which one? The which the one? topic of it is basically, um, some guy put a post. Uh, he said, I think that's it's called "I'm trending on Pinside." Oh, and some some guy wrote and he wrote a um, you know, he put a post up with a thread, and it was basically like, "Why does this guy do pinball podcasting? I hate it," you know. And then you know, all these people are piling on. You know, some people were saying like, hey, you know, if because I think he said he wanted to he was really interested in buying a Led Zeppelin mm. and he and he went and played it and he fell in love with it. And then he listened to Carrie's video about what a piece of crap that Carrie thought it was. And oh. somehow that talked this guy out of buying mm. the game. And then so he he felt resentment towards that. Like, why? Why did you destroy my joy? Um, I mean, the obvious is don't listen i mean if you had a good time and you enjoyed it go buy it you know like i don't if i want to if i want to buy a a nice delicious chalupa at taco bell and some (laughs) guy's out on the lawn saying hey your chalupa sucks i'm still gonna get it because i know i'm gonna like it but um you know he the thing is is that he was reading these negative comments and laughing and that's what i envy about him is that i can't do that you're you're a sensitive guy. I think uh, honestly, if you if you could turn that out and you could get to the point where criticism didn't affect you and you could just roll with your creativity and be you know the awesome guy that you are, I think you would be much happier in life. But from my perspective, I think it's it's part of the artist mentality. Is why you guys are like super perfectionists, yeah, and and you're you're hypercritical of of your your craft because there's a lot that goes into it. And I know just talking between you behind the scenes and talking to like Jeremy Packer and whatnot, you guys are always, even when the job is done and, and you've got the check mark, like you can move on, you still look at it and go back and go, well, but I could tweak this or th- right. you're always searching for perfection. Yeah. And, and it's hard to get that with artwork, you know? Right. Well, it's, I think, you know, part of it is, um, you know, I don't expect everyone to like it. You know, I, you know, it, it, it's different taste. You know, same reason why I don't go out and buy Bon Jovi records. I don't like it. Good bon Jovi rocks. Um, you know, <laughs> but I'm not out on Bon Jovi's lawn saying, "Hey, your new album sucks, dude." Um, if people could say, you know, if, if you know, when a new game comes out, if people could come on, you know, Jeremy's got a whatever Ninja Turtles comes out, if people could say. Uh, you know, I was, I was hoping for the movie style or something, or, or like, I don't know if, you know, these colors uh, work for me or if, if they could be mature about 
analyzing what it is that they don't like about it rather than just saying looks like a unicorn puked all over skittles and you know Dude, that was me do you know that that was 100 no. percent me i did for deadpool <laughs> for deadpool I said, you said it looked like uh, skittles. I said, it looks like skittles exploded on this <laughs> on this play field that was 100 percent me it was i, I, I'm totally I, just ordered, it. I just ordered a deadpool we love Deadpool, right. and, and we've come to appreciate the art. Like, not even that we had to come to it. Like, we no. we appreciated the art, but it was definitely very busy. It was super red too. Yeah, that was, was like super my first. Red. And and you know, like you go on and you see something for the first time. It's like uh, when when Wonka came out. We were watching the reveal, and I had to literally stop taping because we had pre ordered the machine, and I hated uh. it. And I hated it. And, okay. and now, we, and we own it. Like, I love this machine. It's great. But sometimes you're first like the picture that you have in your mind is not always what the reality is that's the the caveat of people who talk pinball right is that you have these dreams you have these these ideas in your head of what a game is going to be and then when you see it it's never going to live up to those no no it's not that's why i'm terrified for harry potter yeah because i am terrified that's true You, you make an interesting point because when some idiot leaked monsters artwork out to the public before the game came out, there was no criticism when the game came out. Everybody loved it. They 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 criticized the game itself. <laughs> but yeah. everybody went and bought it because they saw the artwork and went, Oh, I want that. And then they played the game and went, mm. but hey, I, I actually would take a monsters right now because I, I I know that the games that are coming out are super great, but uh Avengers downstairs, uh, I was super excited and I love the game. Uh, my brother came over, uh, kind of a random thing. We went to my brother who lives next to Disneyland was coming here for Christmas, but we were not going to be here for Christmas because we actually went to Disney World. So we took off and he actually came and stayed in my house. And I came back and I was like, hey, how did, how did you like Avengers? He's like, ah, I couldn't understand what to do. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like, seriously. And, and I sold Iron Man, which now I'm kind of regretting selling Iron Man. But I need that game that is, hey, I don't need to explain anything. Hit that. And that would yeah. be perfect for him. Right. Why do you why do you think I still have World Cup soccer? I, I love yeah. the game, but like everyone rolls up to that and they score a goal and they're like, goal. You're like, yes. And so they they try to get the goalie going again so they can just keep scoring goals and we're super yeah. J pop fan. So yeah. yeah, you know, you know, it's a great game. I mean, I think pinball definitely has to have that that wow factor for newbies and for mm-hmm. pros. And I think Stern is really good at that. They they have it in their code that you have to have something that everyone can achieve. That's a wow mm-hmm. factor. So you've got that. Give me multi ball. You've got yeah. um, that's you know, Gary. That's lights. Gary actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gary's the one that comes down there. Says, on, right? Like yeah. I, you know, yeah. Come on, yep. Well, even like with Jurassic Park, like the dinosaur was never supposed to move in it. And, and Gary yeah, showed Gary's up. Gary's like, hey, like, why doesn't that move? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So. But no, I, like, I think everyone, I mean, obviously you guys have fans. I mean, looking at the votes, you guys took solid second place. You, you, you dominated in the Twippy. And so I think a lot of people were heartbroken to see you gone. So it's going to be good news. A lot of people will be happy to hear that you're still – looking to do this because uh it really is it is a fantastic show you well, guys do i think the only reason we continued or we decided to 
to continue in some form is because we've got 500 air fresheners to give out with our logo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, I just cleaned uh, my car. I need a new air freshener. Oh, dude, we've been building up on the swag. Christian and I go to Sticker Mule every time they have a deal oh, yeah. on something. Yeah. We, for the past year with no shows, we've been stocking up on the swag. we got all kinds of crap to give away. We have, we have a three-drawer swag bin like i like the ones that you store your t-shirt <laughs> nice. in. yeah, yeah. so we're, we're still 100 percent planning on doing a coin taker uh you know uh oh, tailgating yeah. party this year at some yeah. point and we are going to just rain swag down on everyone who is there i'm literally i'm making the, the make it rain it's money like sign right now yeah okay are, are you guys going to expo because josh and i are going to expo Yes. Well, where is Expo? Is it in Chicago? Chicago. 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 So we can't, unfortunately this year. I booked it out. It's 11 hours drive. I know you guys can do it. I know. So we're actually going to go to Chicago, we think, this summer on a road trip because we can't go to any of our normal like vacation places. So we're like, all right, well, maybe we'll maybe we'll make a road trip to Chicago, but Expo is always in October. Yeah, unfortunately, it? it's it's on the same weekend as our daughter's birthday. Yep. It's also the weekend of Halloween, which we you know tend to go crazy for. And there's so much stuff going on that week that uh, Expo is really hard for us to hit. But in June, I think we're planning a road trip out there. On our bucket list has always been to go to the Jersey Jack um, factory and yep. the Stern nice. factory yep. and oh, check yeah. out the tours there. So we're going to try and hit hit those up. We're going to reach out and see if we can pull any core, any strings to uh, to get in on those and, and get some tours. And then we've got a few friends that live out there. So we're going to we're going to it's going to be a fun trip, but it's yeah. not going to be Expo fun, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it's Expo's just a, a, and like right then is. Oh, it's always such a tough weekend. I don't even know why. Just all of those things, I guess. Yeah, it, I, I was I was grateful that it wasn't our fall break because that's impossible for me to get off. But yeah, um, I I'm this is why you guys are better parents than me. Um, a couple of reasons, uh, because one, I actually have two children who have birthdays. I have an October thirtieth and an October thirty first. That's right, children. Halloween is one of my kids' birthdays. And yeah, I'm going to kind of ditch them to go to Expo this year. <laughs> Listen, wow, I thought Listen, I felt bad. I don't, Holy I don't judge. I don't judge. I'm kind of jealous a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Listen, man, if you can get away with it and your wife is willing to pick up the slack, then all, all power to you. Yeah, I see, because the thing like, is, yeah, whatever. I can't, yeah. I like, I, Christian's like, oh, yeah, so Expo, you know, like, and if he's like, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I was, you know, just like thinking about going. I'm like, heck, no, you're not <laughs> going without me. <laughs> the hammer gets dropped. Unfortunately, in our family, both, both parents want to go. Yeah. It's not just like one person can sneak yeah. out for the weekend. And we don't have grandparents who like come and watch the kids and like, you know, stay overnight with them. And so it's, you know, that part of it, I'm like, what are we going to do? Drive 11 hours to Chicago? And yeah. like, that's yes. at least three days, at least yes. three days we need take your Send kids out of pictures. school what is wrong with you yeah, like, school's well, not that important i mean come on anybody can teach school anybody anybody, anybody you have to anybody. be crazy to be a teacher that's all i have to say about that are you going to be there franchi are you going to expo uh i was i was thinking about it yeah i, I need to talk to to rob rob burke uh about that um so it's uh it's a possibility Awesome. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, um, but uh, have you have you checked the scalp of the child who was born on October 31st for a 666 anywhere? No, but okay, seriously, we were gonna name him Jack because that would be so awesome, like Jack the Pumpkin <laughs> King, born on Halloween. But yeah, I I knew a Jack, and he was kind of a jerk, and so it kind of like yeah. okay, okay, 
uh, Sarah, how do you guys name your kids? Because I guarantee every possible name combination out there, you're like, no, that kid's a jerk. Dude, no. that's such a great question. Sarah, Sarah, it was a multiple times when we were trying to think of names. She was like, nope, I had a kid like that. They were, they were an awesome, so Satan. we can't name Satan. that. No. Yeah. yeah. No. I know. Actually, one of our children, I looked at the surgery uh, list of all of the patients that were there for the day, and I saw a name, and I was like, that's a beautiful name, and you don't see that very often. So we named one of our daughter daughters that name, um, and the other name was one that we both thought of for a long time that we both love. But and yes. I, I never had a student named either of these names, ever. So, yeah. so nice. you have Delilah and Jezebel. Um, yes, we do. That's right. Yes, uh, yes. Pinderella and Princess. Yep, yeah. we we do, we do. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I got I got questioned when I was naming. I have two daughters, and the uh, the younger one, um, I was actually married <laughs> for <laughs> bonus, and and when we were trying to come up with names, um, I had suggested the name Reagan, and. My wife at the time said, um, that's unusual. Where'd you get that from? And I said, well, that's the name of the girl in The Exorcist. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, damn it. That's one of my favorite movies. You should have said Ronald. I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. I would have questioned myself on that one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, no, no. Ronald. Yeah. So I got shot down and I got shot down on... Uh, to tell you the truth, I think Sarah was one of my choices, and and my wife at the time said, "No, I knew this girl. She was a cocaine drug addict." And it was, her name me. was Sarah. I don't wait. Sarah it was actually seriously? me. Yep. Yeah. Was that you? Yep. Damn you! So yeah, you ruined me. me. You, you ruined I'm the naming so of my child. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. See, we we were gonna do uh, Jude for one of them, but then we decided hey, exactly that's where it came from, and we were gonna do Reagan actually for another, but we landed on Grayson and Nora for our twins. Okay, so. so do you actually know like the story of Jude? It's actually kind of a really sad story. So yeah, that's why we ended up not naming. Yeah. So Jude, him Jude. Uh, the reason and why it's not a boy. Jude, well, what it is is it's actually Paul would go over to write with John, and John was like a completely absentee father, and so. Paul would actually play with Julian. And so, you know, and, and uh, John was all on drugs and everything. And so the song started out like, Hey Julian, and it ended up changing it to Hey Jude. So it's hard for me not to see, hear that song and not think about uh, basically a substitute father singing to a kid who has a horrible father. Yeah. So, yikes. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Kind of a downer, right? Jude. Yeah. To- total downer. So let's pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in pinball. So. All righty, so right? let's move on to uh, let's move on to these notes. I, I don't think was anyone heartbroken that pin side was down for five days or six no. days. I saw the I saw the withdrawals on Facebook. Holy crap! Ooh, yeah, I didn't yeah, I mean, go people, there, so I didn't know. <laughs> people bash pin side man for the the drama on the site, but it's an important part of the hobby, and I think that we saw that when it was down. I mean, some people went through serious withdrawal. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great site for games, for seeing what mods are out there for, you know, repairs, repairs, all that stuff. But, uh, you know, some people live on that site and, uh, there were some, there were some people who were pretty broken up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was just distraught. <laughs> Sarah didn't even know it was down. No, I, didn't I had to even tell know. her tonight that he, it was down. He, t- he, I was like, what's up with Pinside? What's the deal? And he was like, oh, it went down. And I was like, so <laughs> <laughs> terrible. It really was. 
the only reason I knew it went down is because I went to go post our our last episode, and it's like, why why is Pinside not going through? Like, what what's the issue here? And then I think I tried to look up like two different prices on pinball machines, and I was like, oh, I forget they're down. I hardly am ever on the forum, so it didn't really bother me. But it, it's there's a wealth of information on Pinside, so I'm glad it's back yeah. up. I th- and that's why I feel bad for Robin. I feel like Pinside gets dinged because the forums can be very toxic. But there's so much wealth of information there that yeah, a lot of people. I, was, kind I of truly look was over glad it. that they didn't lose more than you know, like like an hour, yeah, an hour like and thirty-seven hour. minutes or something of of their data. But yeah, I mean, there's so many good things on that site that that people don't really talk about often, like the pinball map and the market, and just learning about you know if you have any issue at all with your machine, there aren't a lot of resources out there to help you with that. And Pinside is definitely one of them. So, um, and the biggest. They win the Twiffy every year. You can definitely win. You can definitely have information on a broken pinball machine within an hour, if from someone that's fairly well rehearsed on that machine. It's it's amazing. Well, and, and then you reach out through Pinside, and people are willing to help you. Like that's the best thing about pinball people: total strangers, like like us inviting the McAlpine. So for before we'd even met them, like, oh. uh, we have met we have invited so many random people over to our house that we have really truly no knowledge of, but we just know they're pinball people, so we know they're probably good people. Who, who came over? Uh, we've had the McAlpines yeah, over. Colin McAlpine, Christian was like the McAlpines are coming over. I was like, who the heck is this? <laughs> hey, I, I need to know though. Like, is Colin a good house guest? Because he's coming. Oh my god, this yeah. Summer. Because I I need to know, does he flush the toilet? Does he wash yes. hands? Does he shut the In door? In fact, we had his whole extended family here. His and they're all a gem. They're oh, all wow. gems. They're, they're truly awesome. The only thing, though, is that if you care about any of your GCs, I would just turn that yeah. machine off and yeah, put no. like an out of order sign on it. <laughs> lie. Lie about it. Yeah. No. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm actually, do you know what I'll do? I'll actually like take off the glass and put on like a super crazy high GC. And Colin's like, wait, what is it? I'm like, I don't know. I was just playing last night. He and will just got still beat it, Scott. He will still beat it. He beat Indiana Jones on his first game. Now, I don't One know if game. you know this game well, but Williams, Indiana Jones, you have to play 13 modes or something crazy. And then you, yeah. the final mode, you have to hit every single switch on the game. And he did mm. all of this in three balls. And yeah. wow. I was talking his ear off. Yeah, he was, tell- mm. he was talking to us the whole time about how to play the game. It was impressive. Right. Is, that, like, is that why you sold it? <laughs> <laughs> it's going out. It's gone. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm going to have an eye patch that he has to play with. So his death perception is off. He's still going to be like, seriously, you could. Oh, come put on. A he's not that good. On. He's never won he anything is. important. Yeah. Not Pinberg or anything. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. He won that. Yeah. Give yeah. his hands a little shot at Novocaine. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Do a bilateral brachial plexus block. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So you guys, speaking of Pinberg, did you see Doug Polka's uh, post tonight? No. Oh, I did he, not. He said that he is trying to raise money to bring back a a giant hundred of pe- hundreds of people pinball tournament to the Pittsburgh area, which kind of sounds to me Beautiful. like Pinburg 2.0. Um, so nice. hopefully he's trying to revive it. I mean, he was the the lead guy, or at least one of the lead people um, running Pinburg. Yeah, he was, was the around. tournament director. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I really hope that it does make a comeback. Well, he certainly knows how to do it. I mean, it's not the limiting factor really isn't the machines. The the limiting factor is knowing how to set things up. And so they run efficiently. So he is the he's the most important piece. He's of like that Obi-Wan. He he's the Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan yes. of setting stuff up like that. Yeah. 
they've sold all of their machines, which is a little worrisome, but I know that there's a ton of people who are in that area that would love to, you know, volunteer their games. So who did they sell them to? They sold them to pinball players. They all know what Pinburg is. And so like, okay, I'm not saying it's the same resource, but it certainly at least they, you know, it's not like he sold them to some collector in Germany who's putting them in a, in a vault, like the Indiana Jones Ark of the Covenant thing. I mean, these are, these are out there. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully it happens. We would love to see that. Good for Doug. Absolutely. Diet Pinberg. Yeah. 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 Nice. Do you guys living so close to, to Pittsburgh, do you stay the night in when you did Pinberg? Did you stay the night there? Oh, it's like a five day epic. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to, I seriously, I cried when they, uh, like, man, I don't know. I've shed some tears this year, but that was one of the worst. If you're into pinball, Pinberg, it was truly the event that would, you know, it it just, it's a once in a lifetime thing. I went to school in, in New Orleans and I would tell everyone Mardi Gras is like a once in a lifetime thing. You have to go, you have to experience all of the like amazingness that it has to offer. And Pinburg was that for pinball. It was just nice. so special. And everyone who was into pinball went there. Um, even if you didn't get into the tournament, you went and you just had a, a, such a good time because it was everyone who loved and was super passionate about pinball in a, in a small space with hundreds of games, just geeking out over the same thing. And, um, and you know, when everything was done, you'd go out for drinks and you'd hang out with all the people you've heard about in pinball and you'd meet all these great people. It was just, it was an experience. And I really, really hope that it comes back because I want other people to experience that. Yeah, it was epic. Uh, yeah. it, Crystal Gemnick called it the summer camp of pinball. Yeah. Because pinball summer camp or something like that. And it truly was just like a five day epic like it took us weeks to recover from, from those five days because we would be so exhausted yeah. after, you know, because the tournament, it was 12 hours a day for three straight days. Mm-hmm. But like, you never you never were like upset that you were there. No. It was pinball fantasy camp and you were geeking out about it. You're riding that high after it was done for weeks afterwards and just jonesing for an, the next one. So if, if it can come back and, and other people can can enjoy that, uh, you know, that's that's huge. But they're still not taking my tickets. <laughs> that's right. We I, will, tickets. I will hit that F5 button until I am blue in the face. Yeah. If you don't know what F5 is, that, that means when you hit F5, you refresh your computer. So you have to continually hit that when the Pinberg tickets go for sale. Um, because you want to try and get in in the queue. Yeah, to they, get... they sold out the last time that we did it. They sold out in 2.7 seconds. Yeah, it's insane. So crazy. I want to talk about Alien because you guys actually got your hands on Alien before all, all of them started shipping. They were building a ton of them. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on Alien? I mean, they just posted a picture too that they had them lined up and they were all the lights were on and they were flashing. It looks like they're... They're actually getting them out the door and everything. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, we we got to play the first uh, game that that hit the U.S. and um, Coin Ticker was generous enough to let us out there and play. And we had a few slushies and, and played about I don't know what twenty games on that. Yeah, but uh, we loved it. I mean, it's it, we I I did play the original game and it's very similar. Um, it's it's a great game. It's very uh, very fun to shoot. The uh, you know the layout is basically the same as the original. Um, the Xenomorph head wasn't, 
I didn't know if it was working when I was playing it before. I talked to Chris subsequently and he said that the Xenomorph head uh, in the software was was turned off or something funky, but um, it's fully functional. Like it wasn't a, a mechanical issue when I played it. So they, they brought up it to uh, Pinbrew Fest this week, last weekend and uh, lots of people got their hands on it and uh, had good feedback. So I, I think it's going to be a great game. I mean, if, if you missed out on the first run of this, it's going to be, you know, really cool to, to have the option to buy it now and, and have it kind of bulletproofed a lot more than the original version was. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how many games they ship. I, I talked to Chris and Melissa recently and they said that it's, um, they're really pushing to ship as many games as they can. And there's a couple shipments coming. But they don't know, you know, exact numbers now in terms of how many are going to hit the U.S. and how long it's going to take. But the the Pinball Brothers have really made a point to say they want to make this game as like as perfect as they can and as mechanically sound as they can because they know the history of this game. They they know that it's not something that people um, want to see any issues with straight out of the box. So they're really taking their time. They're making sure the games they ship are perfect. So that when they they do hit the U.S., um, it's going to be positive feedback instead of you know people complaining about stuff. I thought it was a great game. I thought it was yeah. super fun. I thought the look of the game is great. I mean, obviously, I go for like the aesthetics first, and then I then I like you know flip it and see what I think about that part of it too. But I thought it was awesome. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah, and nice. we we still don't know what the limited edition version of the game is going to come with. So that could be, uh, I know a lot of people are waiting to see what that is before they pull the trigger, but there could be some really cool features coming on the the next version of this. Okay. Would you buy it and put it in your home collection? We don't if, like Alien. Yeah. That's the only, um, that's like. So, so it wasn't for the theme. It's a theme. Okay. All right. It's, it's a fun game. Like if, fun. If, if you are an Alien fan, then absolutely. Absolutely. It's a no brainer. I mean, this game is, is, is phenomenal. Um, but it, it, alien is not really a theme that we, either of us really are, are huge into. And yeah. it, truly it, this almost speaks to the game's, uh, awesomeness is that it does pull you into kind of this high suspense kind of horror theme of alien. And when you're playing it, the sound system is bumping, you're hearing, you know, people screaming at the, at the aliens coming and, you know, there's, it, it is high suspense when you play it. So it's not a game that we'd really want for our kids. Yeah, but if you're into the theme, and you, I mean, it is, it's, it's a lot For of fun. Sure, it is. I'm into the theme, but I've only played the original version. I didn't get the chance to play the uh, the new version, and but I liked the old one. Um, you know, aside from the flaws that it had, I, I really enjoyed it. So I can only imagine with things being improved that if you, you know, if you were into aliens, yeah, it was, it was definitely a good game. Okay, now, uh, Christian, Sarah, do you have the adult mode on your GNR? We do. We do. But that's only because our kids are so not into pinball. Yeah, they're not. They do not come <laughs> down and play at any point. So we're not worried about them like hearing the, uh, the, uh, okay. the casual I, F-bombs. Yeah, I, I was just kind of wondering. I was like, well, okay, so that theme doesn't do it for you. But Guns N' Roses does. <laughs> it yeah, does. Listen, I mean, Christian, the story behind the Guns N' Roses is that Christian, speaking of of my drinking, <laughs> God gave me uh, two slushies at Cointaker. And oh. I was like, I never, I never drink really, really rarely. I love this game. <laughs> but man, he got, he got, and gave me two. I, they were in like Dixie cups yes, too. It was yes, pathetic. Okay. And he's like, so what do you think? Should we like get this game? This is right after she got the GC, yeah. I might mention. Yeah, that is oh, true. Oh, I see. And he plied me with liquor and I was like, 
yeah, do it. And then, and then as I as I sobered up, like as the, as the next hour progressed, <laughs> the I was like, hit. I was like, dude, go tell her no, like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but but rewind and just say, you know, <laughs> look at it now. And we played it a ton since it's in the house. Yeah, it really yeah. is such a fun game. Such okay, a so I I want you guys to go to the pinballloft.com and look at what he's done to the speakers on the top. And he has the the CE and he actually changed the speaker setup. And so I'm not kidding, you probably are going to blow your ears like Back to the Future. Well, we got well, Christian got some yeah. kind of super subwoofer. Dude, I have a sound I have a sound bar, a Bose sound bar and a subwoofer underneath the game and they're both cranked up to like max. Eleven. So, when you play this game, the house shakes. Oh, but it's nice. phenomenal. Yeah. Nice. That's crazy though. I where I'm on it right now and it's just this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure you're part of the band if you play that game. Yes. Yeah, right? Alrighty, so I, I I'm gonna move to the very last topic because I know we're gonna get a lot of longevity out of this topic. Oh come on, no 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 no, it's all good, it's all good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off though with because Scott had requested on our last episode. If you have not listened to it, you might want to rewind and go listen to episode fifty. It was nicely. I requested nicely. Okay, he requested nicely for people that may have purchased a deep root pinball machine of the Raza persuasion to give us their perspective since they have bought it. Um, we had an amazing amount of emails come in. Only one was of a purchase, but uh, people had said like, there should be at least one segment, every episode of Scott just going off on deep root. Uh, there, it just, and I know that Franchi definitely wants to give his input too. <laughs> well, when I talked to Christian and he had mentioned you guys, um, he said, do you, you know, they reached out, you got, you want to go on the show? And I'm like, Scott hates deep root. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate them. I, okay. I hate them. I hate them. No. <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, but I, I've learned a ton in this last two weeks about deep root. Uh, we've, we've given, been given a lot more perspective. And I think the thing is, is at least for me is it's a company that I feel like is trying to be legitimate, but they have no clue how to manufacture. And, and that's their main hiccup. And Dude, so I, I, I'm totally with you. I, I'm sad. I'm sad about the whole thing. Cause I feel for, I feel for everyone at that company, even Mueller. And the, the reason why yeah. is that he's just, he's boisterous and he's way over promised in the past. But at this point it's pretty clear that he just misjudged his abilities and it's cost him a metric crap ton of money with very little product to show uh, for it. Wait, um, but wait, wait, wait. What is your definition of very little? That's none. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, if I, if I promised you money and I said, you know what, I will give you very little back. I will take that bet if I can have that same, like, that, that same benchmark of very little is none. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the things that we got, it, we got snagged up on in the last episode was the nominal interest on your payment. So someone had told me a part of the agreement that they had signed if they went ahead with Raza is they were taking that money and they were putting it into an account. And so if you asked for your money back later, if they were not able to perform, if they had made money off of that, 
off of your money in that account, since it was going into a savings or whatever it is, they would give you the interest that you made w- along with your money back. Hmm, so that that was the nom- nominal interest part. You know what? So. In keeping with all the other things he has promised, I totally believe that will happen. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Wait, we need to rewind for just one second. So here's, here's my question. I've asked this to Christian about 4,000 times, but who on earth would give their money to Deep Root? That's just my only question. I mean, they have literally fallen through on every single promise they have ever, ever made. Every claim, I think they've fallen through on. And that's not for lack of trying. Charlie Brown, I'm Lucy, and I have this great ball that I want you to kick. <laughs> come on, come on. Just just go ahead. Go ahead, try to kick it. Well, let's not forget the attachment of Papa Duke, too, who is a known felon when it comes to stealing money for pre-orders. That certainly doesn't help things. I think that's the problem, though, is like I think Papa Duke and Mueller are in the same boat. I don't know if they're necessarily felons. Well, obviously what they've done has not been spot clean, but it it seriously comes back to you've got people that want to create and design but have no clue how to manufacture. That's where it comes. They're they're trying to come up to the finish line and not – they can't finish because – They've done everything up to the point of manufacturing. They can't. Okay, they're they're okay. Uh, so what? They're homebrews. Okay, yeah. do you know who's made a pin? Thunderbirds. Mm. Thunder crap and birds have made a pin. You can buy that thing, and you can buy the thing with the arcade flippers and the international rescue and the little puppet thing, and it still will get you farther than what you could get with Deep Fruit. Don't forget Punny Factory. Punny. Okay, you know what? Hey. Uh, Putty Factory has not promised anything, and if they want to make a, a dad a, a dad joke game, that's totally fine with me. But they're also not going out saying that they're going to outperform Stern. Yeah, right. yeah. All right. Let Let me give you some perspective because we're talking about who would buy this. Well, I have a person here that did buy it. You okay. Ready? All right. Greeting, loser kids. I love your podcast and want to give you some feedback on your latest episode since you wanted to hear from folks who were in on a Raza. Yes, I am one of those crazy 130 folks that put a, down a deposit. Feel free to read this email on the future episode if you would, but please leave my name off of it if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem, so, Chuck. We'll leave no your name. No problem, dude. <laughs> I guess I should start with my reasoning for placing an order. I have no real attachment to Papa Duke as a designer. Even if I really do enjoy his older pins, especially Theory of Magic and Tales of Arabian Nights, I'm in the minority of pinball fans who enjoy original themes and special, especially love old sci-fi B movies. So a quirky sci-fi theme with zombies and aliens immediate, immediately piqued my interest. Learning Steve Bowden was on rules also made me think this game might be a winner due to his years of playing experience. The pin bar is also an interesting concept, but I think it could be easily used. Uh, use the back glass screen flippers and action button to make the mode choices the pin bar seems more useful for the back end menu plus uh, whatever mini games they decide uh i still believe it's more of a novelty feature than entertainment um i want to skip just a little bit oh i had been following the zidware fallout along with opening of raza orders and was glad to see an effort being made to make people whole who had previously lost money after reviewing the Raza options and contract, I made the choice to go in with a 10% deposit. I've been lucky enough to still have a well-paying job during COVID, but know full well that this money could easily vanish if the game was never made. I would never put down a full deposit unless the company had already proven stable. Uh, 
I don't see the purchase as an investment like others who are talking about for rarity for flipping purposes. I do think the pin looks like a fun game and believe it would be a good fit in my lineup. Honestly, hope Raza is made and that Deep Root is able to move on to another game. With that being said, though, I agree that Food Truck does not sound like a blockbuster pin, but I am the kind of guy who sees values in game like Diner. Of course, we were talking about a game that was made 20 years ago versus a game from today. For Deep Root to be successful, they should move on to licensed themed games like Goonies and The Who from for Game 2. Uh, it would not surprise me if Roz is built only f- for the company to fold shortly after. Robert Mueller may have a passion for pinball, but his lack of manufacturing knowledge may be his downfall. Uh, I may. I also want to note, this is what we were talking about earlier. Sorry. The nominal interest me- mentioned in the last episode, uh, it was... He had, uh, Robert Mueller has stated that he's taken the deposit money for Raza, placed in an escrow account similar to a deposit you might have on an apartment. This would mean that if it does not get fulfilled, uh, then he gives you back the deposit plus whatever interest he earned with it being in the escrow account. Thank you for continuing to make great content. I hope to hear or see you guys at a future a show in the future. All right. It makes me feel a lot better that they only put down 10%. Like that a- makes a- me feel a- so amen. much better. Amen. That's and that's like an okay amount of of money. That's you like half. I mean? Wasn't like, that like the most logical thing? Like yeah, yeah, okay. That's like half a topper. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, that makes me that makes me change my stance just marginally. And I do appreciate his point because Steve Bowden is like one of my favorite people in pinball, and so that really is is if if I mean I don't know I I just don't know I do think that it. That swayed me a little bit to change my mind. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if Deep Root folds, Steve Bowden better be the number one draft pick for other companies. Let's just put that out there. I mean, this is something that that other guys need to have on their radar. But yeah. Is there, I, is there such thing as a pinball headhunter? Uh, there should be. Maybe I need to have a new job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah get the talent. Right? Well, I've been I've been the headhunter for Deep Root, but maybe something else. <laughs> oh. uh, listen, I, I mean, okay. I, I really hope I really hope that these guys get their games, and I hope they come out. Me too. Uh, you know, putting ten percent down, it kind of hedges your bets that if this if this rarity of a pinball machine comes out, you'll get you'll be one of the one hundred and thirty who have it. Um, so I, I get that, but I really feel for the people who are one hundred percent in because there are plenty of those. Ugh. But what you don't know is that. Uh, Mueller is actually uh, bought 120 of those in hopes of flipping them for twice as much to finance his company later on. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I will say, though, that knowing, or at least this guy saying that it's uh, 10% down, it does make me feel a little better um, that they're not taking money from people. Um, I still stand by all my previous assessments on they have absolutely zero clue on how to make anything. And, right. and, and, and even when um, uh, Carrie Hardy went on uh, Josh flipping and mashing, yeah, yeah, flipping and mashing. And he talked about it and his tour and going through and even something so basic as when he looked at the underside of the playfield, they hadn't color lined anything. Yeah. And so it's like the same wiring <sighs> everywhere. Could you imagine trying to work on that game? That that tells me an extra level of oh my gosh, this guy is clueless on how to make anything. 100%. And another thing he said which was a, a mind grenade was that when they got all of these people to come out there to check out this game, the one game that they had that was built, or maybe there were two, I forget exactly what he said. 
but it didn't work. Like yeah. they turned it on and it didn't work from the get go. Mm. I mean, this is their launch of yeah. the machine that they were trying right. to do. I don't know. What's especially crushing about all of this is that Deep Root did have some really forward thinking ideas. And there was a yeah. ton of like, whoa, that sounds like it's going to be awesome moments. You know, we we may never see those come to fruition. Yeah, yeah um, that's you know, sad. You know, like a touchscreen and pinball. You know, new approaches to the play field and the and glass management and like they're trying to be a Bally Williams of of the new you know of of, of now. Um, that's what people have been clamoring for for a long time. So, you know, they had some great themes. Um, food truck was a little questionable, but I was excited to see what Alistair was going to do with that. Um, but if Deep Root doesn't make it, they're really missing out on you know a ton of great theme ideas and and you know, potential for all of those things that they were promising to be lost. And then uh, that's tough. That's sad. It, 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 I think, I think here's the problem though. I, I, I think deep root could still make it. And, and wow. I think the only thing holding them back at this point is having a manufacturing person. They need to have someone that knows the line because they've got everything else. They've got the talent. They've got the money they just need to find someone to say, hey, this is where this goes and this is how we're going to make it. I, 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 okay, okay. Um, I, I disagree. I think that they are so far behind the eight ball that unless he's willing like, – how much is he spending on these salaries monthly? Oh, billions. Uh, like, <laughs> I don't know if it's so, that, but like, it's a lot. It is. No, but I mean he's is, been how, doing how this for – How much do you get paid, Franchi? That's what I want to know. It is so yeah. far <laughs> – I mean it is so, four years yeah. at this, yeah. right? Yeah. Four years. It is so Definitely far millions. behind. Four years. That there is no chance that they're ever going to pull this thing out of a nosedive because – if they are four years in and they haven't even, uh, they haven't even hit the ground on having an order like a a procession on. Okay, how do we make the machines? Like if you don't, if you have just a back room with some Harbor Freight uh, twisty things and like a, a giant roll of of yellow uh, wiring or whatever, then I, I what is that different than? than someone just making something in their garage. And then then they had to take it and, and figure out, like even Elwin, who did Archer, um, he went to Stern and Stern basically had to look at it, retrofit everything, fix it and make it so it can be a mass produced game. Like they have nothing set up there at but all. That's the thing though. But here's the thing though. They have made a game. They made the Raza for the, Houston Expo, whatever that was, and they've made the ones weren't working when they were there at the Deep Six were there, but they have shown that it now works with the pin bar on TV. They did that whole thing for the news. So they obviously know how to make a game, at least one or two. My point being is, is if, if you're able to get it in a box, if you're able to do the software, if you're able to do all that stuff, your hiccup at this point is manufacturing. And so if you can get someone in there. That's a big hiccup though. That's like not like a little hiccup. That's like a, that's like a, a a gastro, like real big problem. Yeah. I I get that. But what I'm saying is if, if you just go out and hire someone that knows how to manufacture that could, I think that would help 
push you forward to solving your issues well, that you're definitely having. Definitely not going to hurt. Do you think? Dude. Do you think that's Deep Root's ultimate problem though? Is that Robert Mueller just felt like he could do everything, including, you know, manufacturing and marketing and everything else that he's been in charge of, and he's, you know, probably at his own, you know, behest that he's the one who wants to to take charge on that, and he's just. Even though he is incredibly talented as a businessman, he's clearly made a ton of money, and he's not—he's not a hundred percent in all of these areas, and he's clearly, you know, in over his head. Delegate. I don't know if it's that or if he was told, because that's the thing, though, too. Like, if you have a lot of money, like right now in Utah, people are are selling NBA company. Like, they sold the Utah Jazz to a tech billionaire. And they're looking to sell the soccer team here in Utah. People invest in those that have money. They, the tech billionaire has no clue. He's never played professionally in the NBA. He's never, you know, it just, what he does though, is he, he bought the company and then he's put the right people in the right positions. That's right. We the just tech got, billionaire doesn't buy the NBA team and then try to play for right. the team. And here's Correct. the thing, did it take him four years to put those people in those positions or did it take him like maybe four weeks? And how many of those people yeah. left? Okay. And I don't know I don't know if that comes down to if Papaduke's really who's in charge on this one and Robert Mueller's just been eating everything he's been fed by Papaduke and that's why we're at this point. Or if Mueller seriously was like, yeah, I'm going to do it all. And has been very hands-on with everything. I think it's more of option A. He's been fed a ton of stuff, just like Papa Duke's done with everyone else. I don't know, man. And- I, I like Mueller's the guy who's been on the podcast. He's been putting out the 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 marketing like blurbs. I mean, he he's clearly the guy who wants to have his hands in everything, whether or not he's you know the only guy or not is the question, but Papaduke's been kind of in the shadows. Yeah, you can't lay this at Papaduke's feet. This is all... Well, but I think it's because Papaduke, I think after the interview with Coast to Coast, there was an agreement made that like Papaduke would not be on anything ever again because of the things that he said. I mean, even that episode has been taken down and you can't find it anywhere. You could probably find someone that downloaded it, but for the most part, Papaduke's been told to be silent. And it, it would be easy if you had a ton of money and been like, I can be the mouthpiece. And so I'll just take whatever he says, I'll filter it and, and we'll make it sound good. Cause a lot of this stuff is crazy. Like quad manufacturing and octo manufacturing and <laughs> coming, coming from a guy that's never done any of this before. Dude, he, you know what I'm saying? He's, no an, eighth, he's an eighth grader with yeah. a trapper keeper who has a design for a pinball machine, like saying, wouldn't this be cool? That's it. Yeah. I, I, I want to. I want to know your opinion, Franchi, because you've been very silent in all this. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well, I will explain my experience with Robert Mueller, and that will lead me into what I feel about his company. And I will. I will cliff notes this as best I can. They reached out to me to do artwork for them, and at the time that they that they did it. I had just left Stern. I just sort of officially announced that I wasn't going to be working for Stern anymore, which is most likely why they contacted me. And so I'm like, uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm available. You know, I'd like to know more about what you guys, you know, are, are doing and et cetera. And he's like, okay, great. He goes, I'm going to call the guys in, was it Utah or 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there was one in yeah, Utah. They had a, they had yeah, they had animation office there where I worked at. You know, I'm going to call those guys. Uh, we will fly you out. We'll put you up at a hotel. Um, you know, all of this stuff. You know, it says let, let me call them and find out what's good for them. I'll call you right back and we'll set something up. And I'm like, okay. Six months, or I'm sorry, six weeks goes by. Six weeks, not six hours, not six days, a month and a half. No word. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not traveling down that road <laughs> because there apparently doesn't seem to be a road. Um, and, and so I, talking to my mentor, Mr. Joe Kamenko, I agreed to go back to Stern. And then he calls me out of the blue. Mueller, that is, not Joe. And he's like, you know, okay, do you want to talk about this? And I'm like, I'm like, no. I'm like, dude, that was a month and a half ago. You know, I'm I'm looking for work and you're like, you know, hey, I'll call you right back and we'll fly you out and all that. And and a month and a half goes by. I said, if I, I said, things have been very wishy-washy with me and Stern. If things change, I'd be happy to talk to you, but but right now I can't. And he goes, yeah, well, that's not going to happen. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, you're too flaky. So he calls me flaky because I couldn't wait longer than a month and a half to get a return phone call from him to, you know, to meet and work with him with no contact in between saying, hey, I'm still working on it. Like nothing, just absolutely nothing. So. To ha- and then, so I tell this story on Canada's podcast. How did that happen? Um, I tell the story on Canada's podcast. Robert Mueller comes on this show maybe two weeks after that, and Canada doesn't mention it at all. And when he's all done talking to Robert Mueller, he's basically winding out of you know. He's like, "Okay, thanks for coming on the show." That kind of thing. Robert, like, like oh, well, wait, there's one more thing I'd like to say here, and that's that uh, you had uh, Christopher Franchi on your show, and he said that I called him flaky and all that, and that's not true. And then he never offered an alternate. He just said basically that I lied, which I had no reason to lie. There, I, I had no reason at that time. I had no animosity against him. No reason to make up a story to make him look bad. I told the story that actually happened and he called me a liar and I'm like, okay, that's how this guy does business. You know, number one, he can't be wrong. He's going to point the finger at other people. He's going to make up bull. Last thing you want to hear from a new company that's making you promises is that he's a bull. You know, so I don't believe a word that the the guy says. I I think he's got Napoleon complex. I think he's a bad businessman when it comes to pinball. I think he shot his mouth off way too early. And I don't think that he's ever really made up for that. He, he's tried to be like, oh, well, I really learned my lesson. He's never come on and said, look, I said this to Jody Dankberg. I'm sorry. I made fun of Stern Pinball and said that we were going to blow them away. And I know that we can't. I'm sorry. He's never really made amends for what he's done. So I just don't like the guy. So when it comes to that company, I know most of the people that I know that work there left. The one guy that's still there, Steve Bowden, I wish he would leave because I want that company to crash and burn. I hate Scott Mueller. (laughs) You hate, yeah, okay. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I mean, don't sugarcoat it. (laughs) So, my opinion on on this whole thing, basically, uh, you know, removing that from, from the picture is that 
there is just no trust. You have it's just like a relationship. It's just like a wedding, you know, a relationship between a man and woman, man and man, woman, woman, whatever. You if there's no trust, there's nothing. That's basically it. You you can't if you you know I've had people that I've dated and they've done something to make me lose their trust. You can't get it back. No matter how hard you try, I mean, maybe there's people out there that are capable of, of that, but for the most part, you know, you're you're right up front in a situation like this, and, and it's just like a relationship with with you know people. You're given trust, and then it's your job to either cultivate that, make that grow, make it flourish, or to lose it and you know just disintegrate things. And everything that he's done in the past four years has disintegrated that trust that he was automatically given as a new upcoming pinball company. So without any trust, I, I don't see any point in doing business with, with the person. That's my opinion. I, I, I would never buy a, a single thing. I wouldn't put 10% down. I wouldn't put 5% down. I wouldn't put my list on a game. I just in hopes that I might get it, you know, like it's just, no, that's that's my opinion on Deep Root. You might have just out scotted Scott on <laughs> well, the Deep Root he, thing. He, yeah, he 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 had actual information. I just had a rant. So, so the one thing I've learned from all of this, all of this, is the smartest decision that they've made out of this whole process was to hire Steve Bowden. And if Steve yeah. Bowden were to leave Deep Root, if if American Pinball or Stern Pinball or JJP were to say, hey come work for us, we'll match or, or pay more than what Deep Root's paying. I, I think that would be the final straw on the camel's back. I because honestly, it- all this conversation I have behind the scenes with people that, that are in the know and stuff like that, it's seriously like, it's not like poor Deep Root. It's always poor, poor Bowden. Steve. It's poor Steve. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. poor and, Steve. And, and, to be honest, if yeah. you look at what has come out of Deep Root, I mean, it's so clear that Steve has poured his heart and soul into Raza. Like he yes. had multiple posts about the rules. He's got the whole backstory down. He's he's just he knows that game inside and out because even though he came in halfway through, three quarters of the way through development of the game, he really put his mark on it. And it it really seemed like it's going to shine because of Steve. Um not maybe because of the mechanics of the shots or whatever, but Steve has done a really good job at the rule set, and we all can kind of see that. Um, so he's he's fulfilled his promise to Deep Root in doing what he was brought on to do. But unfortunately, we're not going to really know if anyone else has if no other games come out. Like Barry Ausler, apparently Food Truck is out there. It's almost done. Um, and he, Barry said he was excited to have that game come out, and he he's done some cool things with it. Whether we, we ever see what those things are or not, we'll, we'll have to see. You know, I, I think a lot of it depends on how um, how much money – Robert wants to continue to sink into the company. Yeah. I wonder too, if there's, if like there has been some kind of non-compete clause that, that, you know, Bowden had to sign that would, that would forbid him from going to any other company. Knowing Robert, it's probably in there. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, with his, his uh, legal background and, and whatnot. But if that were the case though, I mean, you think Dennis, well, Dennis Norman's kind of a mercenary. It depends on the contract. It depends. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. so. I, I think I honestly I think if Bowden wasn't there, this would be a whole different story. <laughs> You're I think, right. Yeah. I really think everyone would be kind of on the bandwagon with with Scott and Franchi. I that's I think that's the only reason I'm holding out hope. I have no money in Deep Root. I and honestly, 
tomorrow if they they were closing door the only thing that i would be sad about would be bowden like i bowden is such a great guy i don't know if he listens to our show or not but like seriously i hope this bit gets to him or this this part because like the community loves bowden because he loves the community he is part of the best parts of this community yes and and i think that's why so many people like teolis and and just all these wonderful people that are that we get to talk to behind the scenes like franchi and and christian and sarah they just they have such a high respect for steve and what he has done for this for the community for the for the industry and it's just I think that's the only reason we don't want to see this fail. I think we can all agree, though, that if this does fail, Bowden's going to be okay. Because I, I, I think that any other company out there would be completely foolish not to pick him up. I, I can't believe he hasn't gotten picked up already, yeah. to be quite honest. So yeah. I don't know if, if, you know, I don't know. Well, he hasn't left. He's not really available. So it's, yeah, I, I, I just think that, it, okay, I, I've already said, the chance of them actually being a successful company at this point are zero. Like it's never going to happen. This is going to, this is going to go exactly down in the not now every backstory is different, but this is going to be another skip B. This is going to be another Zidware. this is going to be another highway pinball. This is going to be like all of these, you know, all of these want these wannabe startup companies that just never actually do anything. I mean, they are, that's them. That's what they're going to be. Yeah. Honestly though, if, if this, I say, if not when deep root fails, there's no way, there's no way that anyone picks up Papa Duke, right? Like there's no other company that approaches him. There are other designers. You can develop new people. Plenty factory company. (laughs) But seriously, like it's been a decade now, hasn't it? Since Zidware. Yeah. It's, it was around the the Jersey Jack starting up with Wizard of Oz is when we started seeing Magic Girl and Foam Core Gate and all that crap, right? Like this has been going on for a decade, yeah, at least. Yeah, he's 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 done. He is. There's no chance that he will design another pinball machine. I, I honestly, I genuinely want him on. I, I wish we could somehow. I don't care. I don't care if it's Super Awesome Pinball Show. I don't care if it's even Canada. I want to hear from Papa Duke because we haven't heard from him in years. I want to hear how his mind operates because all this just it, it, it it's all hearsay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it's all it's all down the the tin can with the string. Like we're all just getting it secondhand. I I want to know from the source. He won't do it. Yeah, I know. Not shouldn't. only not only will Robert not let him for fear of you know damage to to deep root, but he won't do it personally because he knows the questions will eventually get around to you stole a bunch of money from people. Yeah, and and he just doesn't want. And to he do was convicted. He was convicted of that. It was it, like he was actually convicted in a court of law. Just well, honestly, paid, I, you know? I I I want to ask that question because it's obviously somewhat resolved with Robert Mueller and, and the paying out of the Zidware customers and stuff like that. Like, I want to know like his philosophy on all this stuff. Cause it just, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't know. Like I said, there's just, there's just a lot of it that I feel like there's unanswered questions. And the only person that's going to be able to, to answer them is Papa Duke. So. I don't think you're going to get a straight answer from him. He's a politician. He's, you know, he's a wordsmith. He's going to, He's going to, he's a salesman. You know, it's, it's never going to be a, uh, the answer that you want. 
unfortunately. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. And I know that it's not really an apt comparison because it's not the same thing. I totally get it. But when someone really, uh, it, I'm trying to think of the right, nice, family-friendly way of saying this. When someone really crushes you on some level, right? What do you ultimately want? Is you want that person? Well, okay, yes, yes. You you, you want to uh, to sever his head and put it on a spike in front of your lawn and say, "Don't ever do that." No, um, you want them to feel what you're feeling, right? I mean, that's ultimately when a relationship disintegrates. You want that person to feel what you're going through because it's obviously painful. You're obviously feeling sorrow, but ultimately that stuff never happens. And so for, I think that what people, all, all the, uh, all the uh, carcasses that Papaduke has left in his wake, ultimately they want him to feel godly sorrow for what he has done. But I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't either. There's lots of people in this in this hobby, unfortunately, that have personality disorders and just don't feel empathy and don't feel too. By the way, yes, don't feel. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, And uh, unfortunately, I I think he may be one of them. So he's never going to give you the closure that you want. So it's almost better that he is in the shadows and isn't out there, you know, talking, talking smack. It's like mafia guys dying with secrets. Yeah, it would just make make people more more upset and angry. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I think you're right. So I I don't know. Someone pick up Bowden. Let's just close this chapter. Let's just let's just call let's it. Let's move on. Yeah. Well, you know, America's well, pinball's hiring everybody. So is Jersey Jack. They need. Yeah, you know, David Fix. You know, self proclaims himself as. I shouldn't say self proclaims himself, but agrees that he probably needs some. Oh, what do you call that? Uh, when, when you open up your mouth and you go, oh, I probably shouldn't have said it. Damage control. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> so we let David do his job, which he's he's doing well, working with hiring these people and all that. And then we put Steven out as the face of American pinball. That would be – I think that's brilliant. I really do because Steven would be fantastic. Well, it, yeah, it puts front. both people in their prime position. You know, David doing what he's doing behind the scenes put put uh you know steven out in front because you know every steven's got a hug for everybody you know wouldn't you just buy anything he's selling that's the thing can any company do better than a guy who everybody loves i mean that's it's a no-brainer oh my goodness well i'm glad that we were able to talk deep root and and that you finally got to let your feelings out about that (laughs) franchise because i know that you've been uh you've been dying to do that yeah oh you should have heard some (laughs) of the rants i'm like i wish i saved but actually i do still have them i have all the master recordings i could go don't compile all of those don't relieve the past when we don't relive the past we stopped our show i was like you know what the one of the best parts of doing the super awesome pinball show was all of the stuff that we couldn't air you know the hours that we had with jeremy packer and with roger sharp and with a bunch of other like big names that are just either for NDA reasons or, you know, just political reasons we couldn't yeah. air. Um, we just learned so much cool stuff and it was just great to, to shoot the breeze with these guys and hear all of their backstories. So, uh, you know, podcasting does pay, even though a lot of podcasters say it doesn't, it, it, it pays you in the sense that you get that stuff that no one else really does. So I, I enjoyed that. And, uh, I'm really glad that the, the loser kids are keeping on, on the, the regular, scheduled 
every two weeks because you guys put out a, a phenomenal show. Um, I know Franchi and I are both fans and uh, we listen every time. And, um, uh, hello. And, oh, oh, sorry. And Mrs. Penn, even what the though heck is wrong <laughs> she, with you? you're not, a, you don't listen to podcasts religiously like we do. I know. Yeah, I don't care. It just doesn't, doesn't mean I'm not a fan. I That's wear, true. I wear their swag all the she time. She may even be the <laughs> ultimate Luther Kid fan because she truly does live in that <laughs> Everyone in Everyone at my school is like, what's Loser Kid? I'm like, it's this great podcast. I am seriously spreading your message to all of the third graders I know. What, you might have to fight Elwin for that because I know that someone come to, came to me that works at Stern and was like, Josh, do you realize, like, seriously, like, Elwin always is wearing your hat. I'm like, yeah. no, he's not. No, but that's awesome. If I could yeah. just make a suggestion yeah. and ask if you guys could maybe get him on your show once in a while, that would be great. You know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have a hat. doesn't return, yeah. Hey, Sarah, have you, have you worn the Loser Kid earrings that you helped make? Yes, I, ha- I kept a pair for myself. I think I actually yeah. might yeah. have kept nice. two just in case. I, I have a tendency to lose earrings, I- so sometimes I keep two pairs. Yeah, so so that's actually the my favorite part of the story is that on one of those sticker mule things, I got all these small cutout things, and I was planning on giving these out, uh, and I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, yeah. But I am not, I, I am not a crafty person, so I sent it to Crafterella <laughs> and Mrs. Pin all uh, all earring them up. And so, if you really want that way of letting your significant other have like that gift that you just don't know what else is cool we have loser kid pinball earrings there you go totally not the womps out there grow the womps nice you know hey no no i not just one if you're a dude and you want to rock these earrings i will give them to you personally that sounds good to me yeah put them in your nose what i'd pay to see some of those dangle it right from your schnoz (laughs) i have one hole i do my left ear pierce but i have a nipple ring in it right now I actually, this is probably, <laughs> Sarah's no, going to no, get no, disgusted no, no, right no, 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 no. We can already say, I, you probably Stop shouldn't it. say it. No, it's not that bad. Stop. It's not. It's, oh, it's, it's, if it's not that bad, it's bad. It's not that bad. I, uh, well, I've had my ear pierced, my left ear pierced since like high school, but I think about 10 years ago, a, a girl that I knew was having this like, you know, a daughter of one of my friends was having this like jewelry sale. And so I'm like, oh, I'll come over, you know, it's. You know, you want to give to the kids, you know. So sure, right. I look through and I find this here. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm like, do you have one of the, like, this looks a little wide. There's a little hoop with a ball on it. And I'm like, this looks a little wide. Do you have one of these things? She goes, no. She goes, she goes, that's actually a nipple ring. I'm like, oh, really? So I bought it and I put it in <laughs> and it was a little wide. I had to, like my ear. Okay. In your ear? In my ear. Or your nipple? In my okay. ear. And, um. It was a little wide. It hurt for a little while, but I have not taken it out since then. It's been in my ear for 10 years. Wow. Wow. That's a, that's a exclusive loser kid podcast exclusive. He's got a nipple ring in his ear. If you ever want to really truly know Franchi's history, you need to have him send you his high school glamour shot where he's (laughs) like in his like rocker phase. It is truly something to be seen, and uh, you, you have to you yeah. have to okay. be really yes. good friends with yes. him because he doesn't want it out there. But if you're friends with him and he can trust you, you will see something that is truly epic, dude. I was in show choir. I have my, I have like pictures of me with sequin vest and clogging shoes. <laughs> oh, like I wouldn't even share that with Christian yeah, if, if that was me. <laughs> yeah, if that isn't a vision, I don't know what is. 
If you if you've ever seen that picture of The Rock where he's like a high school guy leaning against the staircase with that white with T-shirt the on, fanny pack. <laughs> it right. yeah, an equivalent picture of that. Was, yes. That's like that's like my Wasn't my he? space yes. camp pictures. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You were hot even back oh. then. Yeah. You went to space camp. Heck yeah. Hey, you went to space camp. I sure did. I totally. I want to go to space. I know camp. in Canada too. Who couldn't so love a girl uh, that extra, went to space camp? Extra Not legit. Me. Windbreakers, okay. scrunchies. It was awesome. <laughs> Side ponies, yeah, the yeah. Side pony heck yeah! All right, let's let's wrap this up because it's 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 midnight for you guys. Um, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, it, how can how can people reach you if you want to be we, to we be? We still reached? have the Facebook page open because yeah. we weren't because we nice. all along we weren't planning on really going anywhere. So um, that and our our email, which is uh, super awesome pinball at gmail.com and our respective personal pages. Yep. We've got about 25 episodes right. of uh, Super Awesome Pinball Show out there if you want to catch up. And Mrs. Pin has, what, 85? 85. 85 eps. All right. And also on Cointaker, you can go, and there's a link that says Super Awesome, and there are five shirts available, and I've got my eye on the Silver Baller. Very nice. <laughs> oh, yes. We're going we're gonna to have some new ones coming out. Those are, those are just about gone. So my advice to you is order yeah. soon uh, if you want to get it. Well, I already have one of them. I have the the original one with the super awesome pinball show. So now I'm going to get the silver ball. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then there's right. a silver silver ball swag too. our, our logo on there. That's where we do the uh, the monthly T-shirt club. It's not a club where you have to join and you're forced to get a shirt, you know, every month. We just offer but a if new you one. recruit four friends, you get a T-shirt. Free. Yeah, it's yeah. just every month we come out with a. And we've already got people crying because they missed some of the past ones. And I'm like, everyone told you up front, it's a monthly thing. Once they're done, they're done. That's the exclusivity. So we're still we're still doing that. So you can go to and we've got our other junk up there too. Incidentally, all this other stuff we're doing, like with uh, you know the the new show that's centered around the game reveals and the fireside chats and all that, all that stuff's branded under Super Awesome. So it's all going to be a Super Awesome show product. You know, so that that name, that logo is not going anywhere. Awesome. 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 I'm excited. I, I'm excited that you guys are going to still be doing yeah. some stuff. So, yeah, we can't we can't say goodbye for for good because you can say our we have too much fun. I mean, Christian and I like I just I miss it, not because we're not putting out a product, but because I missed doing, you know, sitting down and recording with Christian, you know, every yeah. other week. That, that was the best part of the show. Honestly, it was just it was hanging out, talking pinball and having a few drinks and uh and just having before fun before and after yeah. <laughs> the, oh my all god the banter we didn't record <laughs> there was at least an hour of just randomness after every episode that is really probably where the best stuff was yeah. that we never just put out but yeah. lots of laughs and, and, and good times and just to tease just to tease One tier. i'm hoping <laughs> i'm hoping the first fireside chat is going to be with mr george gomez just floats me george is so great yeah tell george hi i will <laughs> Alrighty, if you want to get a hold of us, we are Loser Kid Pinball Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Loser Kid Pinball, along with Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we are also on Twitch at Loser Kid Pinball Podcast, or to me, it's just Loser Kid Pinball. I can't ever remember. But if you want to get a hold of us, those are the ways to get a hold of us. Uh, we really appreciate the emails you've been seeing, sending in and all the positive vibes. Uh, we thank you for 
just listening to us and hanging out with us to chat. Uh, anything else you got for us, Scott? No, I, I think it's really good. Go and buy a few t-shirts and I uh, can't wait for the next, uh, especially Mrs. Pin, because currently there's no games coming out, but I want to hear those five hours of episodes. Wait, I, I don't even know what's on there. It's going to be like a surprise for everybody, including myself. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Woo! Thank you guys so much for having hey, us Thanks, on. guys. Yeah, thanks. We had a yeah. good time. Anytime. Heck right. yes. Bye.